Welcome to the Highway Church Podcast. We're excited that you would join us today and hope you're encouraged by the message you hear. If you'd like to know more, visit our website, highway.com.au. Well, welcome to to, uh, Gilston this morning. Um, As you can tell, we've had lots of people ringing up and saying they've either got COVID or they're scared of getting COVID or some other reason that they've, we've had lots of calls this morning. So numbers are down, but people wanted to be here. Um, Tina, great, you're here this morning. Awesome. I just, uh, we were, Claire and I were talking the other day and we're saying, asking about you, Tina. And we're saying, I wonder if Tina's gonna be here this morning. But you're faithful and you're here. That's awesome, awesome. Yes. Mm-mm. Yeah. Yes. Tina, yes. You've hit the nail on the head. The world, if you haven't noticed, is in a place of uproar at the moment. Uh, whatever, I don't know what 2022 is going to do, but 2021 has thrown a lot of red herrings up. But you know, as a church, This is our greatest time to stand up, to preach who we are, to know who we are, and not let the world sway us, but to stay close to God. This is our greatest time, our greatest opportunity. I don't know if you believe that, but I believe it. And it was actually one of my words I was gonna say this morning, Tina. So, 2022, we weren't here for the first two services, but I hear they were really good. Graham, I hear you preached an awesome word, so thank you for that. And I hear that Paul preached an awesome word last week, so I sent him a text and thanked him because we had some really good feedback from what he spoke about. So this is my first preach or or speaking engagement here at Highway Gilston. And, you know, normally when you come to a a new year, you want to speak the rah-rah sermon where you go out and it's a fresh vision for 2022. Go out and set your goals. I don't know, did anyone make any New Year's resolutions? No one made any New Year's resolutions. Not one. Not one person made a New Year's resolution. You know, I'm 60 years old, and I've heard this message for probably 60 years about a new year and make New Year's resolutions. Time to change something. Time to go to the gym. Time to to eat less. Time to study more. Time to get a new job. Time to whatever it may be. And these New Year's resolutions, I wrote in, in, in my word here, I don't want a, a New Year's resolution, re- resolution, I want a reformation. I want a reformation. I, I, want, I don't want to make a resolution that's gonna just, just disappear, I want a reformation that's gonna change me from the inside out, that I'm, it's, it's gonna stay with me for the whole year. It's not gonna be a, a six week stint at the gym where I give up after six weeks or a, a two, or, a one-day fast or a one-day diet that I'm going to give up after a day. But it's going to be something that's going to stick to me for the rest of the year. So I was in the lunchroom on Wednesday. We came back to, oh, by the way, we had a great holiday. Did you have a great break? The ones who had a break? It was awesome. Lots of rain, lots of wind, but it was an awesome break. It was great to settle and to do what we had to do. There was a bit of surf too, by the way, Paul. It was good, um, as you probably know. So I, was, I, was, I came back to, to, 
Highway Ormo on Wednesday, and I was in the lunchroom, and we were talking with, with one of the girls in the lunchroom, and we are saying about 2021, and we are talking about 2022 and, and, and the challenges that might come up in 2022. And I just said, you can only do what you can do. And she said, that's a good slogan. Do what you can do in 2022. And it takes the pressure off. All we can do is do what we can do in, in 22. 2021 is gone, by the way. 2022, it's a new year. Are we going to step into 2022 and just say, I'm going to do what I can do in 22? Nelson Mandela said, there is no passion to be found playing small and living a life smaller than what you're capable of living. So if God's given you a, a capability to be able to speak or to work or to do something, let it be known he's given to that, that, that to you and you can trust him with the capability he's given to you. So all you can do is do what you can do in 22. Take the pressure off. Sure enough, stretch yourself, but take the pressure off. You know, I, I do believe that 2022 can be our greatest year. Personally, in our family situation, corporately as a church. Because what would you say your greatest enemy was? Me, I've seen me, I've seen lots of people point themselves. I, I, I would say one of my greatest enemy is ease. When it gets too easy. Do you ever notice when it gets really easy, it, it's easy to sit back and relax? When there's, there's lots of finances and health and everything is in our world, it's, it's easy just to sit back, maybe go surfing, go skiing, Relax, go to coffee shops, have a good time. But when things aren't easy, it stirs you up and it makes you challenge things. And, and 2021 was a year of uneasiness and I feel probably 2022, especially the start, we've seen it already, is gonna be this, this year that's we're probably gonna be uneasy. But this can be our greatest time as a church because it's gonna make all of us challenge things that probably we wouldn't have challenged. It's going to probably challenge our mindsets. It's going to probably speak to, or the Holy Spirit is going to speak to us, and we're probably going to allow Him to speak to us, which is probably more important. And I feel that if we're, if we're willing to accept the uneasiness and question what, what's going on, I think this can be our greatest year. We're going to come up leaving this year feeling stronger, more, have more authority in, in, our, in our life, because the, this... Challenge is going to make us challenge. And I was thinking about this, and Claire and I last year, late last year, and I'm, I'm not sure I told you or not, we decided to climb a mountain. We woke up in the morning, and, and it was Mount Barney. Has anyone climbed Mount Barney? They, they, yeah, it's, it's not easy, is it? No. So, so we, got, we got up in the morning, and it was a bit overcast, and so we drove out to Mount Barney, and they say one thing you're never supposed to do is climb Mount Barney in the rain. So we get there in the morning, the car park is empty. There was no one in the car park. And we decided we've come out here to climb this mountain. We are climbing this mountain. So we start off, and as we start up, it starts raining. I don't think we saw one view the whole day because the cloud cover was all over us, and it was raining. And we came to these sheer rock faces with a really slippery, and they say um, you're not supposed to go up without a rope. 
tear yourself to a rope because if you slip, and we couldn't see the rock at the ledges, I could see some of them and they look pretty bad, but evidently the rock shelves and there's ledges that fall down hundreds of meters and if you fall off, lots of people have died on this mountain. So we climbed this mountain in the rain with a, a small bit of rope, me dragging clear up these rock faces to get to the top. But when we got to the top, it was freezing by the way, we were soaked. But when we got to the top, even though we were soaked, freezing, knew we shouldn't have do it, it was exhilarating, wasn't it? We'd climb this mountain. We never saw one person on the way up and the way down. And if something had happened, we probably would have been in big trouble. But is 2022 gonna be like that for you? Are you gonna take on a challenge in 2022? Yeah. It just because just it's raining doesn't mean you're not climbing the mountain. Just because there's no one else going with you doesn't mean you don't climb the mountain. Uh, is, is, are we going to imagine that 2022 could be our Mount Barney and we're not going to sit in the car park, turn on the, the heater and sit there and keep nice and warm, but we're going to get out and we're going to climb our mountain in 2022. Once again, I don't want this year to be so much a resolution but a transformation of me. You know, I, I, was, I was thinking about what to preach, to speak on first, first week back, and I wanted to be inspiring, but I, I felt I had this word from God, and, and I felt it's for us. If we're going to press into 2022, then I feel this is really, really important for us to do. And if you've got Bibles, if you want to open up to 1 Kings chapter 19, verses 19 to 21, um, this, before the story, it's the story. If you know the story, and I think everyone here is quite learned, um, it's a story about the prophet Elijah handing over his mantle to Elisha. And Elijah had just taken on 450 false prophets, the prophets of Baal, he defeated them. And this, this, this king had this woman beside him called Jezebel. And if you've been in the church long enough, you all hear about Jezebel's spirits and they're controlling, they're manipulative. Um, well, this woman Jezebel was out to get Elijah's head and so he was running away from Jezebel he wasn't a good place and he found himself in a cave and, he, and when he's in this cave first there's an, there's an earthquake there's a wind there's fire and God is in, in none of those things and then he hears a still small voice where he hears God and I couldn't help but think of 2021 how many of us have been through some stuff in 2021 we've seen the earthquake We've seen the fire, we've seen the job loss, we've seen the health concerns, we've had the money issues, we've had, you name it, everything has happened. In our world, what could be tipped upside down has probably been up, tipped upside down in 2021 and 2022. And I'm thinking about Elijah. He's in his cave, there was an earthquake, there was a fire, there's all this stuff going on around him and yet during this thing he stops and somehow manages to still himself enough till he hears God's still, small voice. So let's read. And one of the things that God tells him to do is to go and to anoint Elisha to be the prophet when he's gone. So he turns up to Elisha and we're going to start where this call comes. And we'll start from verse 19 and it, said, it says, So Elijah went from there and found Elisha, the son of Shaphat. He was plowing with 12 yoke of oxen and he himself was driving the 12th pair. Elijah went up to him and threw his cloak around him. Elijah then left his oxen, 
and ran after Elijah. Let me kiss my father and my mother goodbye, he said. Then I will come with you. Go back, Elijah replied. What have I done to you? So Elijah left him and went back. He took his yoke of oxen and slaughtered them. He burned the plowing equipment to cook the meat, gave it to the people, and they ate. Then he set out to follow Elijah and became his servant. So Elijah, not Elijah, Elijah, follows as the servant of Elijah. Just from a passing man that goes past, I find it funny that Elijah did not even stop. He was just walking past. It's, it's like nonchalantly throws his cloak over Elijah and carries on walking. And Elijah takes up the call. You know, this wasn't, as I said before, the greatest season for Elijah. He finds himself where everyone wants to, or people want to kill him. He finds himself in a place where he'd been mentally not in a good place. And then he hears the voice of God. I'd like to say, can anyone relate to Elijah? Where you've found yourself over the last season, where a place where your emotions have been challenged. Maybe your physical bodies have been challenged. Maybe your work has been challenged. Can anyone relate to the fact that this guy, and I don't know why he didn't even stop, he was told to to anoint Elijah. And I wonder if he was upset, angry, depressed. Because he's just walking along and he's just throwing this coat over Elijah as he walks past. He was doing what God told him to do. And and this is me writing writing a, a few of my thoughts in amongst the story. I don't know why he didn't stop. Why he didn't grab this guy, and, and, and if you know the Bible, why didn't he pour a jar of oil all over his head? Why didn't he give him a hug? Why didn't he encourage him and say, come on, I've got the best life for you? But he wanders past and just throws his cloak over him and carries on walking. And what did Elijah do? To a pretty, he would have known, he would have known Elijah. But this event where he gets this cloak thrown upon him, what would you do? Well, the first thing he did, and my first point this morning is to stop. When you're in a tough situation, we all panic. But the best thing to do is to stop. Gather your thoughts. You know, Paul, and I read his message during the week from from last week, and he was talking about the storm, and he was saying that when Jesus came back, and and after that, that, excuse me, just gonna move this. When Jesus came back to to the, the apostles and they were talking about getting the fish and he was, they asked him to go on the other side of the boat and they got all these fish. Well, the, the, the faith step wasn't just the fish, it was the fact that they stepped out and they threw the net over the boat. And to stop, when we're going through a tough time, do we stop in the storm? Do we inquire of the Lord? You know, Elijah had come from this dark cave where God had spoken to him. And Elijah was doing what he did. He was evidently quite a, in a quite a wealthy family because back then if you had 12 yoke of oxen, uh, you were quite influential. So this man had plenty of resources behind him and, and Elijah comes and throws his cloak on him. You know, do we stop? Do we stop thinking about COVID? Do we stop thinking about our job, our health, whether we're supposed to wear a mask or not, food shortages, no new cars around, 
No TVs around. Volcanoes erupting. The threat of war from powers around the place. Europe's in turmoil. America's got its problems. Africa, Afghanistan, going through a crazy health issue. You could reel off all over the world things one after the other, after the other, after the other that are going on at this present point of time. And isn't it amazing if you know the Bible and it talks about birth pangs before the time when Jesus comes back. You can't help but think, oh God, is this the time when you're coming soon? But can we fix our eyes on the author and the finisher of our faith? Not on all these other things that are going on. To stop, fix our eyes on him. Sure enough, we play our part. If, if, if God's telling you to do something during this time, pursue that with all your worth. But to stop, stop and sit in God, stop and meditate on God. Because point two, there's a cloak for you. Elijah has a cloak thrown upon him. And this Elijah, once again, just passes by, did not even stop. This, this cloak was probably just a fur cloak, one he carried just to keep out of the cold, and there was nothing special about the cloak at all. There was nothing really special about this building, nothing special about the seats, nothing special about all these physical things in our world. But the cloak was powerful because of the prophetic office that Elijah had. And I wonder what prophetic office or what office God is, is, willing, is wanting to put onto each and every one of us. What cloak is he wanting to put onto us for 2022 that we're going to carry through 2022? See, there's symbols in the Bible. There's a cloak. There's an oil. When oil was pulled over your head, if you're a king, you're anointed as king. If it was poured over your head, you're anointed as a prophet. And I believe for 2022, there is, there is a cloak, there is an anointing that God wants to put on each and every one of us, and he wants us to carry. I, I don't know what that is, and I, and I know it's individually for each and every person. I believe there's prof, the prophetic in this room that probably hasn't been used for a while. I believe there's teaching gifts in this room that haven't been used for a while. I believe there's a ministry of helps in this room that needs to be released. I believe there's gifts all over this room in 2022, the uneasiness. I do believe that God's gonna reveal some of those things to you and you're gonna step into your calling that you might've set down before, you might not have picked up, but it's there for you. See, Psalm 23, five, King David says, you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Your anoint will head with oil and my cup overflows. So in 2021 and 2022 and whatever, how longer, this, uh, this turmoil goes on for, we can believe that God anoints our head with oil or throws a cloak on us and, and our cup can actually overflow in this season. See, Ephesians 3 verse 20, which we spent a lot of time on last year, says, more than we could hope, dream, and imagine. You know, and, and I don't know what, what 2021 did for you, but for me personally, I'd like to probably, there, there was a lot of stuff going on in our world in 2021. And I'd just like to, I suppose, apologize to the church here as a whole for maybe we, we took our, our foot off the, off the pedal a little bit in 2021. 
because of all the turmoil that was going on and maybe we made some decisions that weren't probably exactly the right decisions for us in that time. So from our perspective, I just want to say sorry for what we might have brought into 2021 in the church. And I'm not saying that for a negative way because I'm saying it a positive way because I want to leave it behind. I don't want to carry that into 2022. I don't want that stuff that I carried in 2021 to be with me in 2022. I want to be different in this year. I want to carry something that I didn't carry in 2021, something that I let slip in 2021. I didn't want that to slip and to carry me into 2022. I want 2022 my year be the year where I'm going to do what I can do in 2022 with God with me. And if God's with me and He's for me, then nothing can be against me. I want to carry the mindset to 2022 that whatever's coming against me, I'm not going to look back, but I'm going to press into what I has for me in 2022. I don't know what you've suffered in 2021, but I've had enough of 2021. I've just had enough of 2021. And no matter what 2022 does for me this year, it is not going to hold me back any longer. I'm going to step into where God wants me to be. I don't know what you're like, but have you got a grit in you? Have you got a perseverance? Your backbone is about to stand up and say, I have had enough because I've had enough of 2021. And I don't know what you're like, but I want to dig a well in 2022 that will sustain me and it will not leave me um, unsustained. You know, when we dig a well, people want to come and see a well. They want to come and, and, and drink from that well. Are we going to dig a well in this place? No matter what happens in 2022, there is going to be a well in Gilston, Highway Gilston. I believe that God is, is prophetically speaking over us, even in the, the few of us that are here this morning. He's prophetically speaking over you. And if I stopped just for a few seconds, remember I said to stop. If you stopped and said, God, what are, you, what are you speaking over me in this moment? What are you speaking over me in this moment? And can we have the forethought? The enemy always comes to condemn. But our God comes to convict us and then he comes to encourage us that we would step into all that he wants for us, especially in this season. God, that even in this moment, Lord, we would, our mind would not turn in this moment to say, that, Lord, I can't do this because I am this. I can't do this because I haven't got the resources. I can't do this because I haven't got the time. I can't do this because of my age. And that's whether you're young or old. Can we drop all those lies that are, being, that are running around in our minds and just simply stop and say, God, you are more than enough. I'm gonna step into all that you have for me for 2022. I'm not gonna believe that stuff any longer. Once again, 2022 is pregnant with endless possibilities. Can we allow the lack of uneasiness to push us into a place where we're going to pursue God like never before? 
time to dream. What cloak has been thrown on you? It's time to dream again for 2022. Maybe it's time to set some goals, but dream again. Third point, leave it behind. As I said before, I I just want to leave 2021 behind. I want to forget about 2021. I, I want to pursue God in 2022. There's a faith statement here. Because that word faith in Hebrew is a verb. It's it's not so much about a knowing, but it's a doing word. And we all believe that faith comes from hearing and hearing by the word of God. But this word just shouldn't be read. It should be alive. It should be put upon us and we should walk in the word. We should meditate on the word. We should live in the word. The word is alive and active And if we want to learn about faith, then faith comes from hearing and hearing from the Word of God. But the word faith in Hebrew is, and I read this on my phone the other day, emuna, I hope I'm saying it right, which is a verb, it's a doing word. You're meant to learn it. You're meant to believe it. And then you're meant to live it. It's not something we just study just to study, to become wise. It's something we're meant to apply to our lives and to live it. So may I ask the question, do you believe that God is able to do a transformation process in you in 2022? Do you believe it? Do you believe he is more than able? You know, our God is so faithful. I was lying in bed on Friday night and I was thinking about how loving and persistent our God is. Have you ever thought about how many generations there are from Jesus until now? And can you imagine that every generation went through the same problems, the same doubts, the same fears. They might be in different situations, but the same thing over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. And God turns up to every single generation and encourages every single generation the same, pours out his love on every generation the same, chooses to forgive their sins to every generation the same. He is a faithful God. A faithful God that never turns away. And he is doing the same in 2022 to our generation. The same faithful God God that was there for every generation in the past is here for us now in our generation today. And there's a season, and I believe the season that we're going into now is a season where 2021, I believe, was a year where we took a detour a little bit. But it's a detour from revival. And we've heard the prophetic word upon Australia, upon the world about revival coming. And I believe we need to stop looking at the detour, come back to where we should be going for 2022 and press into this revival that is coming. And let me tell you, if you want a revival, well then get revived. Allow God's breath to breathe upon you. Allow him to move in your life. Don't just sit and wait. Allow his word, his breath to come upon you every morning and every night and revive you that you might be the revival that's going to, that's going to change the world in 2022. Um, when Elijah went back and he said, I've got to flick through this.
I don't know, but Elijah ran after Elijah. And it says he went back to, to talk to his parents. But he went back and, and we read in the word that he actually grabbed the, the, the yoke and the oxen and he made sure he could not go back. He couldn't go back to his old life. He took the yoke. And you know what a yoke is around, around oxen? If I was going to call a couple of people up here and put a yoke on them, we, we would tie them to a, a wooden pole and they'd be yoked. Well, I, I don't know where, where you're standing this morning, but what are you yoked to this morning? What are you yoked to this morning? What's holding you back from where you want to go? It's as if there's this wooden plank across your shoulders and it's tying you, it's loaded, it's holding you down. And I don't want any yokes from 2021 to slow me down in 2022. And I really feel that the key for 2022, for us, is not just to forget 2021, but maybe we need to forgive some, some people for, in two, from what happened in 2021. Maybe we need to look back and say, what has been put upon me in 2022? What has damaged my faith? What has been put on me that I don't want to carry into 2022? Because I don't want to be slowed down. And what's more is when he took the yoke and he burnt the yoke, he, he couldn't ever put it back, back on, the, on the, the oxen because the yoke was burnt. And then he went and he, and he, he killed the oxen. He bore, bore their flesh. Oh, what do we need to leave behind from our flesh from 2021? How many of you, when you lost your job, got angry at your boss and said, I do not want to work for that guy any longer? How many of you, when you went through a challenge in 2021, came out of a place that probably wasn't exactly where Jesus would have come from? Maybe it's pity for yourself or for others. Maybe it's a bit of depression. Maybe this yoke that's been put upon us, maybe it's, it's you've just lost a bit of faith. And maybe it's time to take that yoke off this morning, to take it off and burn it, leave it behind. And to step into what God wants you to do for 2022. I can hear people who have been discouraged. They've been rejected. Maybe they've found themselves in a place of pride because of what's happened. Maybe a place of fear or hurt. But we need to leave that stuff behind. The emotional attachments to those. The strongholds that have been built up in our lives. Can we make this decision this morning? I'm going to leave that behind. I'm going to press into work. God wants me to in 2022. You know, Elijah, he traveled for 40 days and 40 nights to get to this place. With no food to get to this place. What are we willing to do to leave this yoke behind? That we might step into where God wants us to be in 2022. Sometimes this yoke actually makes us feel better. A bit of pity. Can we throw that pity party off? And, and can, we, can we step in to take up the authority that he has in us and to step into 22? Maybe it's time to just offload all the bitterness and resentment to bring back unity, which the shalom that God has for us, where everything's in perfect order in, in my body and in the world. 
You know, I, I, when he was called, he went back and he, and he, he went back and he burnt everything. And there's a verse, there's a verse in Matthew 6:14 that says, "For if you forgive others their trespasses, your heavenly Father will forgive you." And, and one thing I note from, from this verse is he says, "Heavenly Father, a heavenly loving Father." He doesn't say, "Say God will forgive you." He speaks about this heavenly loving Father that forgave us everything. And so we should be forgiving others. Maybe this year for 2022, you might have two fish and five loaves. But maybe there's a but God moment in here. Maybe you, there's just a small pot of oil. But maybe there's a but God moment happening here where something's going to happen for 2022. I don't know what your bank account is like. I don't know what your health is like. But God. I don't know what your family situation is like. But God. I don't know what your relationships and your workplace are like. But God. Are we going to pull but God into the situation? With God, I've lived this life with, with God now for 43 years. And but God, I've seen the but God moments in my life and the testimonies I've had in my life. 2022, with the lack of ease, this is our but God moment. We can see step, step, God step in. In Galatians 5.1 it says, It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then. Do not let yourselves be burdened again by the yoke of slavery. Let's not be slaves to that stuff any longer. Let's be free. And I'm not just talking about getting rid of the past either, but a bit of replacement therapy. It's one thing to say, I'm going to lay this down, but can I ask you, what are you going to pick up in its place? What are we going to lay down, but what are we going to pick up? Because if we pick up more of God, once again, that possibilities are endless. Romans 12, verse 21, says, do not be overcome by evil, but overcome but overcome evil with good. There's an old saying that says, what you resist persists. Refocus on something else. Refocus on God. What gets your attention gets you. Maybe you need to shift your attention to God and off all, off all the stuff that's going around in the world. I have purposely haven't listened to the, to the, one of my things I like doing is listen to the news. And I purposely, I've been listening to it in the car, but I, I haven't been listening to it at night because I purposely want to focus a bit back on God, shift my focus from what I normally focus on and shift it back towards God. 2 Corinthians 10.5 says, we demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. In Philippians 3, verses 13 to 14, it says, and this is Paul talking. He says, of course, my friends, I really do not think that I've already won it. The one thing I do, however, is to forget, that it was to forget what is behind me and do my best to reach what is ahead. So I run straight forward towards the goal in order to win the prize, which is God's call through Christ Jesus to the life above. So the Israelites had a tradition was never really instituted, but one of those traditions was they had a year of Jubilee. And on the year of Jubilee, 
the original owners were restored back to their land, so their land was given back. If you're a slave, you had the choice where you could be set free or you could, could be, um, become almost like a son in the family. And I was, I was searching through and I was thinking, when is the year of Jubilee? And I don't know exactly where the numbers have, have come to, but this can be our year of Jubilee, where things are restored back to the original owner. Things are reinstituted. The, the relationships that have been broken down can be built back up. And if you're a slave to something, let me tell you, the year of Jubilee means you can be set free. This year can be the year of Jubilee for you. So run after him. Point four. In verse 21, it says, And he returned from following him, and took the yoke of oxen, oxen and sacrificed them and bore their flesh with the yokes of oxen and gave it to the people, and they ate it. Then he arose and went after Elijah and assisted him. There's a bit of a time gap here because Elijah, if you know the story, he, gets, he eventually becomes the prophet, but there's a four-year gap in this time frame where this man was faithful and he faithfully assisted Elijah he went after him. Note Elijah assisted Elijah. I mean, Elijah assisted Elijah. How many times do we want God to assist us? Maybe it's time to start assisting God. Maybe it's time to put your hand to the plow. Maybe it's time to do something in 2022. Go for it. Do your best in 2022, but let's leave 2021 behind. Let's forgive, what, let's forgive the people we need to forgive. Let's, let's make this decision that is gone. It is in my past history. And what have I learned from 2021? If it's good, I'm going to carry it to 2022, but if it's bad, I'm going to leave it behind. May I encourage you, run after your work. Run after your school. If you want to go to university, go to university. If you want to build a new house, build a new house. Do what you have to do in 2022, but can I encourage you, pull God into every situation for 2022. Let him be the God in whatever you're doing in 2022. Let him be the one, the strength behind whatever you're doing in 2022. Let's not just stand here and just decide we're just going to sit in this place of worship. Let's go out and do, do something in 2022 and allow this place of worship to be in everything we do in 2022. So, at the end of this word, we haven't taken communion this morning, and I purposely didn't take communion before I spoke, because I want us to spend a bit of time around communion. To refocus a little bit, to do some practical things as we come around communion this morning. Can you pass me one, Claire? There's one there. Um, thank you. Because this, this, this Jesus, this God we follow, nothing surprises him. Nothing. He knew what was going to happen in 2021, and he knows what's going to happen in 2022. And will you commune with him? So before we take communion this morning, can we all stand?
I don't know what you've been carrying in 2021. And I don't know what state you're in physically, emotionally, spiritually, but God does. And before we take communion this morning, can you ask God personally in your lives, what do I need to lay down from 2021? What do I need to leave behind from 2021? What judgments have I made that I shouldn't have judged? The people, have I judged people I should not have judged? Have I spoken out of turn? And and I don't get too, too particular. But I believe God's gonna, gonna, he doesn't want you to be hindered for 2022. He doesn't want you to be yoked with anything that's gonna hinder your progress in 2022. So in this quiet moment, that yoke that's, that's going to hold you back if you don't deal with it. Will you lay it down? Will you take it off this morning? And will you lay it at his feet? Maybe you've had the time to reflect now. Elijah. Once he had taken off the yoke, the next thing he did was he he burnt the oxen. And Jesus came and he substituted himself so we don't have to suffer the consequences for what we've done. That we don't have to to be burnt, there doesn't have to be death in our lives, but there can be life, and life more abundantly. So I don't know what you've laid down, but as as we're finished with communion this morning, and that's a good song to sing, Kate. As we're finished with communion this morning, when we're finished with it, can we... By faith. As I was was saying before, this is a replacement. This isn't just leaving stuff behind. This is a replacement. And the things that you've asked forgiveness for, whatever, now I'd love you. And I don't know what your voice is like. You're angels. You can sing like an angel this morning. Can we sing with all our worth after we've taken communion? And dedicate ourselves for 2022 by worshipping our king, the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords.
So God, on the night before you were betrayed, or the night you were betrayed, Lord God, the night before you gave up your life for us, you spoke to the apostles, Lord God, to the disciples, and you said to them, this is my body that is broken for you and my blood that is shed for you for the remittance of sins. And that means people that the yoke can be taken off. The yoke doesn't have to stay on us any longer. That we might be free. So God, Lord, I thank you. I thank you for who you are. I thank you for what you've done for us. I thank you, Lord God, Lord, that you are with us through 2021, even when we turned away. And I thank you that you're gonna be with us in 2022. So God, Lord, I pray that we would not carry these yokes into 2022. But God, we would walk in the freedom and the liberty that you have for us. Lord God, laying aside, laying aside everything that hinders us, that we might run the race for you, Lord, for 2022. So once again, I thank you for your body that was broken, your blood that was shed for us, in Jesus' name. Now, after you've taken it, we're gonna sing the song. If you want prayer, we would, I would love to you to, for you to come out. We'll pray for you that 2021 is not gonna affect 2021, but if that's not you, can you just sing to God like you haven't sung for a while? I believe we need to break something off from 2021. And we need to step into something new in 2022. And maybe that needs to shout like you haven't shouted before, even though it's just a few of us here, to make a declaration statement for 2022 that our God is the King of kings and Lord of lords over my life. And I'm gonna step into what He wants me to do in 2022. I'm gonna put my trust in you. I'm gonna put my faith in you. I'm not gonna believe negatively, Lord God, I'm gonna believe for the impossible for 2021 and I'm gonna do what I can do in 2022, enabled by you. So I thank you for what you've given to us. You died for us, you set us free, that your Holy Spirit is here as a comforter to fill us, to release us, to hold us together for 2022, that we might hear your voice, we might partner with your Holy Spirit, Lord God, and step into all that you have for us for 22. I pray, I pray over us in 2022 that this is a good year. I prophetically speak over 2022 that this is the year of abundance, that this is the year of breakthrough, that this is the year where we step into what you want us to do for 2022. God, for you're a good God, a faithful God, a loving God over us. In Jesus' name. Let's sing this with all, all we can. Let's go. Thanks for joining us. We hope you enjoyed this podcast. If you'd like to get in contact with us or find out more about Highway Church, go to highway.com.au.